Hi, Lucy. It's such a pleasure to have you here with us today. Um, so Lucy um, is the founder of Lil Steps Wellness Farm, and she's sort of a professional registered counsellor through the Canadian Professional Counselling Association. She's also a member of the Canadian Counselling and Psychotherapy Association, and she's in the final stages of a dual certification as a mental health professional and equine learning professional. So Lucy's completed the Animal Assisted Therapy Programme through the Animal Behavioural Institute to become a certified animal therapy professional. And she's also a member of the Manitoba Horse Council. So welcome, Lucy. I'm just really excited to find out more about what you do. I'm fascinated. I've never really come across um, animal assisted therapy and then also sort of combining that with storytelling for kids so I'd love to hear a little bit more about the process and how it works and what exactly it is and you know who, who, how children can benefit from this sort of therapy um, so yeah if, if you could tell us a little bit more about that that would be great yeah absolutely thank you so much for having me too by the way this is really exciting um it's, it's so much fun to kind of share a little bit about what I do because um, uh, not a lot of people, like it, it's, it's a big space, but what I do um, is kind of specialize with working with children and teenagers. And I, I inter I've integrated kind of a few of my practices through my years of different careers I've been in, in terms of the mental health field. Um, uh, I was also working in justice in the, in the first 10 years of my career. And, uh, and now currently um, introduced the whole uh, animal assisted therapy into my counseling practice. So it's been really an interesting process through the years. Um, and by far, I always say it's the best job in the world uh, to be able to, to work with children and, and have animals as my co-workers is pretty fantastic. Um, and, and it's just, it's successful. It really it's almost like watching magic happening when you're working with kids and you're sharing the stories of the animals uh, to be able to see how children are able to connect to that at just a different way than let's say that the traditional talk therapy. Um, it's just, it's, it's just so successful. It's great yeah. to see it. And nature is so calming for children. And, you know, I think they really, children these days need a lot more sort of connection to nature. So I think, animal therapy and connection to animals is such a wonderful way to offer that. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, there's so much research that shows how therapy is so, or nature is so positive for us. Mm -hmm. And um, just being in that here and now, right? That whole practice of mindfulness, the whole practice of just being in the moment. And yeah. animals have a fantastic way of naturally doing that yeah. for our brains, right? It, it, yeah. It's just a great uh, like marriage to, to the two pieces mm -hmm. yeah that's right it's sort of their default um and so you also combine the storytelling aspect is, is that right with the animal therapy yeah yeah no, yeah so what had happened is um as I was working with kids so we, we would be on the farm we'd be working and uh you know building that relationship the relationship piece is so crucial in terms of um like effective counseling with a child um, and while doing that, I'd be sharing stories of the different animals in the farm. So kind of where they came from, uh, parts of their personality, uh, struggles that they've had, um, and, and kids would be able to connect with those pieces really in, in just a different way. Right? Yeah. It wasn't threatening. It's, it's a very kind of indirect uh, and backdoor approach in terms of counseling. Yeah. Um, 
So I started to realize, I was like, this would be really neat to be able to create kind of stories at a bigger level. So we can kind of, I mean, I, there's only one of me <laughs> and <laughs> one of my farm. So I mean, to be able to share the stories, I think with a lot of different children and be able to connect with them um, was a really neat kind of process to go through. So I ended up writing the children's story from there. Um, oh, yes, of and- course. Um, Cindy yeah. and Chris- Christabel's Big square, uh, big Scare? Yes, yes. So I wrote, uh, Cindy, actually I have it here. Yeah, Cindy <laughs> and Christabel's Big Scare, yeah. And um, so I had written this book um, and it's actually based on two miniature fainting goats from my farm, Cindy and Christabel, who are sisters. And uh, they have um, they have this kind of myotonic disorder. So they, they faint if they get really excited or really scared. Um, and so when I was working with kids on the farm, I'd be teaching them about kind of our fight, flight, and freeze response and what you know anxiety does to our brain and our body and kind of how we feel, how we experience things. And um, uh, we did actually have a situation where we had a coyote come onto the farm. Wow. And, you know, kind of an incident wow. with some chickens and all that. And, um, and so I took that story and kind of put it into, into this, this story um, to teach children about anxiety and, and what happens when, you know, we have a scary experience and yeah. we just can't shut the worry off and it, you know, it gets intensified. Um, but then I also have this really amazing pig named Wilbert, uh, who teaches the goats in the, in the book. And, and he lives by this in, in, in real life. This is how he is. He just loves life. He loves rolling in mud. He loves enjoying the moment. He loves eating. Um, so he, he teaches the goats ways to kind of manage anxiety, which is, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I loved how like you connected to the body and, you know, how anxiety is almost, you know, being stored in the body and, you know, the work that you can, you know, do to sort of calm yourself down. Um, yeah. I love those yeah. aspects as well, because that's so important. Um, and you've also sort of created a course off the back of the book, is that right? For where sort yes. of parents yeah. and child, parent and child both participate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I did is I kind of created the story first and then um, a, a very close friend of mine, actually, Joanna Riviere and coworker of mine, um, we partnered up and we developed this activity booklet for parents and caregivers, um, basically kind of breaking down what's in the book in terms of strategies. So, so first kind of that, you know, psychoeducational piece around understanding anxiety and how it impacts their child, and then taking kind of some strategies from there, kind of fun and interactive strategies that uh, parents and caregivers can teach their children and work through that whole uh, piece around anxiety. So um, it's right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been pretty exciting because it's turned from a like an activity booklet into a parenting caregiver course. So we actually offer a course through the Institute of Child Psychology yeah. now. Um, really neat. Yeah. And now um, I've actually developed a, a program called the Being Me program, which is a program now offered in schools to, to teach children as well how to yeah. um, understand and anxiety. Yes, yeah, so that's for like six to eighteen year olds. Is that is that right? Yes, yeah. So so on the farm, I I have kids kind of come to the farm and, and do um, kind of a group participation 
um, in terms of the Being Me program. And then I also bring it to the school as well. So I've been kind yeah. of targeting grades three to five typically uh, for, for the school-based program and then more broader range for the, for the program at the farm. Okay, and that's a day workshop, is, is that right? Yes, so the, so the program I do at the farm, um, that one is, is kind of a day workshop that teaches ki um, kids more that psychoeducation, uh, like connection to anxiety, worry and fear. And then the uh, school-based program is like an eight session program. So we break it down a little bit more into sessions um, that like the teacher gains knowledge and understanding as well as parents and caregivers will get like a letter home um, yeah. that shows them what we've learned so they can kind of practice it at home too. It's, it's a bit of that like holistic practice, right? So yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, so that's for six, 18 year olds and the book is for, is it for six and younger? Oh. Uh, the book, the book kind of is, is for kind of the ages between five and 12. I'm finding like that. That's uh, yeah. where it's geared for. Yeah. Um, I do and it's, it's find kind of age where you do sort of really experience anxiety and, you know, really sort of um, get into it. And I mean, I know my child, like through the coronavirus is, you know, she's really scared of the coronavirus at the moment. So I think, um, I think, you know, reading her, your book would be really helpful right now. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that was kind of actually my hope of the book was, was yeah. to really teach children that anxiety is normal. I mean, every single yeah. person across this world experiences anxiety. We experience it differently. Um, sometimes yeah. it can become a problem, sometimes even a disorder, but just for everybody to realize that, that we all experience it. And it's, um, so it's common, right it's such a it's so common and we just sometimes you don't have the children don't have the language so I think you're giving them the sort of label and language to say actually this is what it is and you know it's normal yeah. and you can do something yeah. about it you know? exactly. and we know I mean we know through research that early intervention is really the key right yeah. if we can understand it in the first place and bring that self-awareness around it yeah. um, then we're able to manage it much better yeah Exactly. Well, that, no, that's definitely going on my um, book prescriptions for anxiety for children. So I'm um, quite excited to add that to the list. <laughs> I have like the reading lists where um, where I do I cover all sorts of issues from sort of anxiety and depression and courage and managing emotions and and it's for children for different ages. So um, yeah, I think that's going to be one for the anxiety list. <laughs> well, that's I really that means a lot to me for you to to put that on there for sure. No, I think anything that's gonna help parents right now with you know, everything that's going on, I think it's really important. So uh, it's Absolutely. an important contribution, definitely. Um, yeah. And you know, what I would say is, obviously you, you, do, you use a lot of story coaching and you've written a book and you know, as a bibliotherapist, my favorite question you know, to everyone is, you know, what's what's a book that's actually been life changing for you and that kind of inspires the work that you do every day, you know, with your sort of, you know, animal assisted therapy and bringing in creative uh, storytelling tools into it. Um, I'd love to find out if, if there's been like a book that's maybe been life changing for you. You know, it's interesting because um, when I think back to it uh, in my own personal journey, there's a book that was very key because it brought to me that message of hope. And that's actually what I wanted to bring to this book. Um, you know, I didn't I didn't make it easy for the goats that things just changed the moment they fought 
you know, that, yeah. that they, they did one strategy. Too much a process, yeah. This time it is a process, process that takes a lot of practice. Um, but it's interesting, um, about eight years ago, I had suffered a pretty major head injury, um, experienced anxiety myself, and, and kind of a, a number of other symptoms uh, along with that. And it was interesting because, well, for about a year and a month, I literally couldn't read. And that was really tough because I, I developed this uh, double vision. And so I would get major migraines the moment I would start to read. So I remember the first chapter of the book, it's called um, The Brain That Can Change Itself. Oh, you know what? I actually have it in my, in my bookshelf back there. It's called oh, the Brain wow. Yeah. And so what it is, it's, it's all about um, like neuroplasticity within brain. So, you know, back when I took my psychology degree many, many, many years ago, we kind of were taught that like once you're five years old, your brain has developed and you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Right. So yeah. this book was huge for me because it gave me uh, this message of hope that even if I've had a brain injury, even if I've, you know, lost or changed parts of how my brain thinks, I can still, um, th there's such hope for being able to develop it again and being able to get back to where I was. So that was a really, um, it was, it was huge for me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It sounds, it sounds fascinating. I think I'm going to look that one up now. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it's nice to read something that's actually challenging norms, um, especially, you know, around, it is possible to, to for your brain to evolve and it's you know change is possible for all of us and I like that message I think that's such an important message right now um, yes, so yes. thank you so much for sharing that and is that a like a picture book or is that actually like an adult it's book or it's a novel yes yeah it is it okay. is a novel so it is it's it's kind of it shares the stories of uh, different people who've had different experiences with like right. whether like brain injury or different kind of pieces like that and 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 how they were able to um to to, to actually change the the pathways within their brain to be able to learn new things so it's yeah. pretty interesting yeah, actually, that, that sounds something that's, you know, bursting with hope, because uh, I love hearing stories where, you know, people have actually managed to evolve to a, to a more optimum place. Uh, mm -hmm. So, and who, you know, who's the author? I think I'll show you the book. Hold on a second. I'll show you the book. It's interesting because I have it as one of my oh, collections. This is okay. the book, Brain That Can Change Itself. Oh, okay. Yes. And Norman, Norman Doidge, is it? Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Norman Doidge. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just fantastic. I mean, it was amazing just to be able to read again. It was fantastic, but have a book. That it's was, quite a chunky book, so it must have taken taken a while. <laughs> it did. It did. It took a while, and especially, I mean, especially having it still kind of continuing with those migraines and the difficulties yeah. we had. But it was well worth it. It just it just kept providing that you know. Um, that I can kind of recreate my brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, I'm going to add that to my TBR. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> no, but Lucy, thank you so much for like sharing a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. I think it is life changing. And I'm so excited to share what I've learned today with my, um, with my clients and re other readers. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and I will be adding, uh, you know, uh, Cindy and Christabel's big scare to my to my children's reading list. So thank you. Um, it was a pleasure.
Thank you so much. It was a great pleasure to unmine. Thank you. Bye.